Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast for a better America with Frank, for a better society with Frank, for a better world with Frank. Yes. Um, the focus will continue to be how can we build a better society, how can we move forward, where do we go from here? In the 21st century, we've had all the innovations we have for now, there's more coming, you know, the species have evolved. And um, in this episode, I am focused on Strike Tobo, which is um, in the month of October, we had close to about 100,000 workers striked in um, the United States or attempted to participate in a strike. Um, some strikes were temporarily alleviated due to temporary contracts that were held. Um, some strikes did, in fact, proceed, like um, John Deere. They have 10,000 workers that ended up going on a strike, Nabisco, um, Kellogg's, and other companies. And... Um, Sometimes when events are going on, you know, um, surprising thing about this event is it hasn't gained a lot of national attention. Um, I think the New York Times on the Daily podcast did a spin on it. Um, Crystal and Saga was an independent podcast team and journalist team did a, did a thing about it. Um, but it hasn't been as mainstream as it needs to be. However, it looks like it's getting covered now. Um the importance of this stuff is when, you know, just talking about strikes and the future of America. Um, something I don't think people realize is um, the the unions actually was who created the American middle class. So something that um, I think businesses and corporations and institutions, colleges included, and even the K-12 system, um, but also by um, some government interference have done a good job is um, not educating the um, the population about the working class. Um, so the unions actually created the middle class. See, back in the days, you could work at menial wages and um, you could be fired at will and um, you could even, <laughs> you could even lose a finger or a hand and uh, be fired. And there will be no compensation. And then you would have to sue, and then judges would know on your side. And in fact, unionization and the creation of creation of unions was what allowed for people to have um, workers' rights. Was what allowed for people to have um, work week. Was what allowed for people to have um, future. So you think about it, you could work, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. You could get a pension. Um, within that, you could probably start a business. Let's say you work, you know. In the 60s, you work for 20 years, 30 years, you get a pension. You work in your 50s. You're not old, you know, to stop working, but you can start a business. You can start a restaurant with your family, a boutique, and a lot of small businesses actually came from the system. So the American uh, middle class was, in fact, created by unions, and um, there's a whole research behind this. Um, it's it's kind of sad that we, we haven't, been taught that in school and in fact we've been taught that it's always been businesses and pretty much i think a lot of population believe that businesses in fact created the american middle class but rather it was it was walking people with um the ability to bag in for wages benefits that allow them to be able to you know buy a house and own the house right in that 20 year span or to a 30 year span and um that allowed them to send their kids to college because they didn't have too much debt because their wage is pretty much covered um all of the expenses so they were making good money 
because we were able to negotiate for wages and, and things along those lines. And it looks like since the 80s, we've gone downhill in that regard. And and the reason why I, I think this is very important because it has to do with our society and being a better society. Um, it's not just talking about unions, but the rights of a worker is very important because um, if you if you if workers don't have those rights, that is to pick an X amount of time to work and to make an X amount of money. Um, what what happens is you actually destroy the middle class and. If you were to take out the American middle class right now as a population and um, just do it with it, actually what would happen is the American economy will come to a screeching halt. It will collapse and um, would look like some countries in West Africa and um, Asia and um, South America. So the is one of the reasons why American businesses from the late 90s and until very recently went to China was because... China created a middle class, and the Chinese population is in the billions. Let's say only ten percent can afford American goods. That's a hundred and fifty million Chinese, and that's not a cosmo base um, that American companies have. And they go into these markets like China, um, um, Taiwan, you know, um, South Korea, Japan, because those nations continue to build a middle class and um, the EU. So if you were to destroy the American middle class, which is what's happening right now with how much we don't have unions, how much we don't have workers' you know, ability to bag in for wages, is you actually destroy the American economy. Also, the problem with some of these strikes, and I will talk about the strikes as I go on, is the destruction of the family units. So now you have people working at Kellogg's, um, Nabisco, John Deere, um, um, the hospital systems in California, and all the hospital systems affiliated with um, Kaiser Permanente. Um, in higher education, you get Columbia University and um, Harvard, and all the top organizations wanting to strikes or have gone on strikes. And in the telecommunication industry, you also have a strike going on. Um. Some of the things that these people have demanded is better hours. So there, there are three recurring themes in pretty much all of the strikes. One of the high themes is a demand for better wages and to avoid a two-tier paying system. So basically, a two-tier paying system is where someone has been in the corporation for a long time, let's say they make twenty dollars an hour, thirty dollars an hour, but the starting pay was um fifteen dollars an hour, and then they work their way up um to twenty dollars an hour, and then eventually, you know, after five, ten, fifteen years of being there, they are basically on a track to get a pension, and you know, on a track to get to a certain wage, and it stays there, and they can't easily be fired for no reason, right? Um, so what companies are doing, and this is um, especially a problem in um, the John Deere and the Kellogg strike was, let's say an entrance was started at $15 an hour and then was to work their way up to that $25 an hour. They are now making the entries or, or the new employees start at $10 an hour and basically creating a system that prevents them from getting to that 
$25,000 an hour, qualifying for those pensions, qualifying for those retirement benefits and, you know, full health insurance. So they're saying, these people have been here for a while. We can't really, really fire them. They might look bad on us. We can use other ways to force them out by forcing their retirement, by writing them up more, but we can't fire them en masse. That would cause a reaction by society. However, we're going to bring in this new generation of workers, you know, these young people, 18 to 25. We're going to pay them less. We're not going to offer them any upward mobility. We would actually take away their pensions or make sure they don't have them, give them 401ks or auto, things that, you know, you could be gambled on Wall Street. And we'll keep the profits as we go. So our goal is to make profits. But what we're going to do is we're going to uh, make it hard for these workers these new coming workers to get benefits. So that's one of the um, biggest things that um, the workers are striking about. Another thing is um, the amount of time worked. So some people are working, I mean, the least I've heard with these workers have been 50 hours. So we're looking at workers working 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week. And this is especially true in the um, healthcare systems and in the... Um, Nabisco and auto um, companies, um, the um, complaints they were leveled against them was workers working ridiculous hours. Some of the workers um, committing suicides. Some of the workers um, going through divorces. Some of them are going through ailments. So they'll, they'll be sick because of the hours they're working and they're not getting enough sleep and they're not spending time with their family. And the stress of that causes them to be sick or it might make them more prone to certain diseases. And... Um, they cannot take as much time off because they're afraid they will lose their jobs. So this is something that the workers are fighting against and are saying, hey, give us better hours. And um, the third thing I've seen the workers seem to complain about is the way the relationship between um, the, the, the management and the workers. So people who basically been treated like crap People are not sure of a sense of dignity. There's no appreciation. And um, companies make profits. They, they report their earnings on Wall Street. They get rewarded by Wall Street. The banks continue to invest in them. Um, people keep buying the stocks or whatever the case may be. Um, the, the lobby, the Congress, get more favorable laws written for them and not for the workers. And um, by the same time, it's, 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 it's something we have to keep in mind. Um, there's something called the American dream, and that is where if you keep your head down, you work hard, uh, you might make it. Um, there's something called the middle class, which is basically what built America. And um, there's something called rights. So something Americans always cared about, at least for whatever was having in American society, is um, rights. So people have rights. So people should have the right to bargain. And some of these companies are actually trying to lobby. Some states have right to work laws. Um, the federal government, there's not a federal right to work, but there's been some lobbying to make that happen. And right, right, right to work laws are not good for workers. They're just good for corporations. And the, the thing about that, that is not good for the worker and for the American society is if we're all about rights, freedom of speech, freedom of uh, freedom to receive care, freedom to hold a weapon, freedom to vote, rights, rights, rights. That's a big fundamental American principle. The rights of the workers being crushed is not an American value. The destruction of the middle class does in fact kill the American dream 
if corporations are willing to pay new incoming workers lower wages and less benefits than they paid the previous generation. This is why my generation have been struggling a lot. And it's why people like getting into depth, you know, the divorce rate keeps going high. Um, people don't have good health care. They have subpar health care. And these businesses, by virtue of what they're doing, are limiting upward mobility. And one of the biggest motivation that people go to work is, well, sense a sense of community. You know, we're working amongst other men or other women. And you feel like you all are doing something for society. And it could be something as as simple as being a delivery driver. You, you've, you've gone to the warehouse. There are people that have put together the package. And and um, you're picking it up and you get into the customer. I don't know how, you know, delivery drivers feel about packages. But I, I would imagine that, you know, as someone who likes to serve, um, there's probably a sense of service about that, right? Or if you're working in a group at, 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 a, at, at a warehouse, we fixing um, vehicles and, 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 you know, they're about to be sold and everyone's putting together parts to make that vehicle run. Um, that's really great because you're doing something for society. You're allowing people to be able to drive back and forth to work. And, you know, having that upward mobility to be able to grow in that industry, whether it's by virtue of pay raises, pay bonuses, or better pay time off and things like that. When, when businesses act in this manner, they, they really do, in fact, destroy all american values and that's 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 the 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 right to do well the the right to you know bag in for your wages the the idea of the middle class which is what built america um the idea of the family unit which is something i think the republican party tend to run on however they pass laws that basically allowed for outsourcing that allowed for corporations to leave the united states mean under Reagan, he he fired um twelve thousand air traffic controllers for striking. I mean, you you you, you I'm assuming majority of them were men, given the nature of that job. But he, he basically ruined the lives of twelve thousand people in one snap. Because what are they gonna do now? And um, deregulation came in, and the African American community was hit hard by this. Actually, if you, if you go back in history, um. When the outsourcing of American jobs happened, they hit the African American community by virtue of four, five, six, and it destroyed our community. And um, so it's something we have to keep in mind. It's it's not just about strikes or about workers wanting more. It's about understanding what does this mean for society, and why should businesses listen to to the workers? Why should the government, you know, play a role in? making sure that they are, in fact, not only a voice, but they're also creating the system to make sure that workers are able to get the benefits that they deserve and there is no um, free labor and there is no labor that takes advantage of people. If people want to provide services for free, by all means, they should. It's one of the best ways to learn, I do believe. We don't provide the services for low wage in exchange for learning. That's totally cool. But when it comes to company and using this as a practice to take advantage of people, that's not a good thing. And that actually does um does not help society. And uh, I really just want to come up here and, and you know talk about and list all the strikes that happened, but I got I got taken aback to to understand the, the consequences to this things. But um so here are some of the um strikes that happened in the month of October. 
in Hollywood we almost had 60,000 workers striking but it came to a temporary agreement the Nabisco strike did happen and um, the workers were, were asking for, for a 5k for, for a pay raise which they did get um, they had more money go to their 401k system and they actually prevented the company from making that two tier system that is where older workers get paid more and the newer workers coming in get paid less get used and then get fired and you destroy the middle class and families by doing that um, the uh, first strike, which is what happened in um, Buffalo, New York, at Mercy Hospital, thousands of nurses and medical providers walked out, and uh, that is still getting resolved. Um, there was a strike in in West Virginia with um the special metal corporations strike. Um, there was the Kellogg strike, which involved fourteen hundred workers. They wanted to end the two year two tier system, get holiday pay and um, not be made to work suicide shifts. There was the John Deere strike, which was 10,000 workers. They wanted better pay raises, and they wanted to their pensions to be protected and to prevent the two-tier system. California almost lost one-third of all of its nurses, and if you know the population of that state, you could see how that would be a problem. Um, low pay and long hours was part of the things they complained about. And um, actually, what California did was bring in nurses from other states to fill some of those roles, which is not a solution. And um, in Columbia University, they are trying to get a living wage for the um, for the providers there and um, prevent harassment and to get down to the insurance. And for the Harvard strike, they want stronger contracts. And uh, something unique happened in New York. Doing strike trouble was the Amazon Labor Union was this was formed by an Amazon worker actually. Um, they wanted to do this on their own. They did not want the other big um, unions like the UAW or other organizations to come in and help them with this effort. They wanted to do this by themselves. So it's, it's very interesting that they were taking that approach and not getting back in from outside. So I just want to list the strikes because it's, it's important to know that they did happen. But more more importantly is um, the values of our society, at least as preach, um, not not exactly practice, um, should be focused on, you know, workers' rights, should be focused on workers getting good pay for the job they do. And this is why someone someone's dad could work a job for 25 years and they're like, damn, he's always worked, but he's still poor. He's still, you know, he hasn't made, made ends meet. Or he's always worked, but always struggled. And it's tied to some of these laws and some of these actions by businesses. And I'm not anti-business. I I, I think uh, business is, in fact, one of the best things uh, a human being can actually engage in as an entrepreneur. I think entrepreneur is one of the best activities ever um, to take risks, to invest in yourself and believe in yourself, um, to believe in people, to work with pe- to work with people and to serve people. Whether it's in the, as small scale as owning a barbershop or large scale as owning Amazon, um, there's something about that form of interaction with people that I personally love. So I do think I'm very pro business, but uh, I'm also like pro human beings. So I do believe that we should, as a society, work together to get better um, workers' rights. And um, the government has a role to play in this. Corporations also have a role to play in this, and um, society has a role to play in this. 
If it ever came down to boycotting anyone with these companies for any period of time, everyone, especially our generation, I encourage the millennial generation to participate in this um, because we are bearing the brunt of this and um, we need to walk towards a better society. Thank you.